Welcome. 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 <laughs> Welcome back to the Reach Around. Uh, we're coming to you live from Reno, Nevada, of course. Uh, Best I'm, place on earth. Yeah. yeah. We're happy to be here in sunny, sunny Nevada. In Great the weather. The yeah, 78 so degrees. Yeah. So hot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm Cole Jackson. I go to UNT. I study media arts and political science. And these are my friends. Kieran, tell them about yourself. Well, I am the Eggman. I am the Walrus. Cuckoo, cachoo. Emmett? I like it. Wait, I hold like on. It. You want to join Sergeant Pepper's Only Hearts Club band with me? Absolutely. Awesome. Okay, go ahead, Emmett. Where's Billy Shears? <laughs> I'm Emmett. Uh, I don't really exist today. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just living life. Living, living my best today. truth. Stay just existing. Yeah. Emmett had to send a friend of his off into the uh, armed forces. Yeah. And they uh, had a grand old time last I night. I have a friend that's being deployed to Qatar. So, uh, we, we lived it up last night, and I'm dying today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tristan, music major here at UNT. You sound like you're on NPR. <laughs> Aren't we on NPR? NPR, just, hit us up. Just, <laughs> just while I whisper softly into this microphone. Now, on the current state of things. <laughs> okay. And that's how we feel about that. <laughs> Alrighty, what are we getting into? That's All a right, question. well... First, we're going to do... Uh, sorry, I messed up my timer. Oh, man, I'm still messing it up. Uh, we're going to do entertainment. Uh, we haven't done a real episode in a while, so we got some movies to catch up on, so we're going to do a quick, quick movie reviews. Lightning round. Uh, entertainment. Uh, basically, all the summer blockbusters, apparently, but we haven't got to talk to you about. Uh, first up is Mamma Mia 2. Uh, Tristan, let's just start with you. Yeah, man. Here we go oh, again. Let's just kind of keep it quick. I love me some Mamma Mia. Do you I'm, like Mamma Mia too? I like the first one better, but I thought it was... It, it was what I expected. I think you know. that was amazing. I am the dancing queen. So. <laughs> All right. I mean, uh, Karen, did you see Mamma Mia too? I had no interest in seeing it primarily because I kind of did like a halfway boycott after I saw Sorry to Bother You because I was like, I refuse to see anything that's not original. Okay. Okay. I would say I would have liked to see even more original music for this movie, but... I mean, but I, it's you based want to come back and write more music, or what? Yeah. Okay. Are, are you, I don't even know like what the living situation is with all of them. Like, Are there any of them still alive? That's Ever? a good question. I don't know. It's I'm Googleable. I'm not up to date on my ABBA. Someone could have wrote Someone else can Google it. Uh, Mamma Mia 2 is alright. It was a little ridiculous in most parts, but like, it was a fun movie, I guess. I mean, it's not better than the first one, but yeah. Yeah. Kind of ridiculous, but it's understandable for that universe, I guess. Right. Uh, next up, Christopher Robin. Tristan, you go ahead. We'll just keep the order going. Man, that got me. Christopher Robin's... It's some good stuff. It it pulled, pulled at the heartstrings. I thought it was a great film. I really like it. Go see it. I'm trying to see if any of the members of ABBA are dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you like Winnie the Pooh? I love Winnie the Pooh. Um, I haven't seen Christopher Robin yet. Um, but it looks like a wonderful film. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of all of it, honestly. So, yeah. Um, well, I, I'm, I'm the same boat as Emmett. I haven't got to see uh, Christopher Robin yet either, but it looked delightful, and I can't wait to see it. Cole? Uh, 
I liked Christopher Robin. I love Winnie the Pooh. I watched Winnie the Pooh all the time when I was little, and so, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Ewan McGregor is always fantastic in everything he does. Hopefully he comes back to Star Wars. Uh, and it was sad in some places and really happy in other places, and it's just a fun family movie, and I think people should see it. Uh, next up is the Bo Burnham film. We're all big Bo Burnham fans. Uh, eighth Grade. Oh, my God. So, Tristan, go ahead. <laughs> it was great. Very unique movie, I thought. Um, interesting perspectives, yeah. for sure. Um, not really what I expected from Bo Burnham. Yeah. You know, it was a different side of him, for sure. He has a dark side that he definitely, like, taps into. Um, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He's, He's very, an artist. Please don't revere him. I, I've seen him do that in front of a bunch of other comedians, and all of them are just, like, in awe of that song. Um, but, yeah, uh... The movie itself, probably one of the best movies I've seen in quite a while. Um, I, I think we don't really see many coming-of-age stories uh, featuring, you know, young women. Yeah. And so it was really cool to see that perspective, especially in today's world, um, as opposed to, you know, we're used to, like, watching kids grow up in the 80s. Yeah. So uh, it, it was just, yeah, I don't know, it was a very good movie. Um, yeah. Say, um, well, I loved it. I'm in the same boat as everybody else. Hollywood Foreign Press, take note. Elsie Fisher is uh, the best comedic female performance of the year that I've seen so far. This this little girl's timing is perfect. She does her great delivery. At, uh, it's amazing. She does great at being like uh, just awkward, but like the way the naturally man, awkward. The That's way her the, actual age. Yeah. I mean, she's the, not eighteen. The way exactly. that Bo described it in the interview when they were talking about him in the casting. He said that everybody who came in for the role was a confident kid pretending to be shy, and she was a shy kid pretending to be confident, and that's why he hired her. And she was great. The movie was great. It's a great critique on how social media has affected truly our our, our, uh, development and how it affects our social development and even our emotional development. And I think it's a really great um, uh, commentary on how the state of growing up is now. Yeah. My girlfriend cries like a baby. I got dude, a, I cried. I got a little <laughs> Just just note if you have dad issues, you will oh, shit. The scene with the dad, I cried. Yeah. Like a like a baby. Yeah. Uh well I really enjoyed the movie. Uh definitely the best movie I've seen this year. Yeah. I mean it's up there with some of the other movies in the past three years, but I, I can't definitively say it's the best yeah. movie I've seen in a it was, while. It was genuine. But it's definitely in the running for best movie of the year right now. I, I can't wait to see what uh, if Bo Burnham makes more movies. And I like oh, to yeah. see. I would. I'd like I, to see I think he is. Uh, he's put himself in a very good place. To, yeah. He can probably do what he wants from yeah. here on out. I do say that it, it is. Going back to the, is it the most whatever of recently? I do yeah. think it's the most realistic movie I yeah. have seen in a long time, maybe my whole life. So yeah, I just appreciate that's not a documentary, obviously. I, right. I just appreciated the authenticity so much. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. a really Absolutely. good movie. Uh, take your kids, go see it. Uh, yeah. Tristan, this one's really just for you because no one, I don't think anybody else saw this. Anybody see Mission Impossible other than Tristan? I didn't see I like Fallout, Tom- but I saw the one previous, and I want to see Fallout just because of that. Honestly. I, I'm not much for action movies, but holy cow, I I don't know. I loved it. You know, yeah. I think everyone needs a little bit of Tom Cruise in their life. I hate I his face. I don't like Tom Cruise. I hate his face. But <laughs> well, I I like Tom Cruise as an actor because I think he's done a lot of things that are, are just fantastic. I, I don't like Tom Cruise as a person. 
I don't think <laughs> any people do. But I will say, so this movie, I'm, I don't love action movies yeah. either. I'm not your typical old grandpa that just wants yeah. to go watch some shoot 'em up movies. But expendables. You know, <laughs> but it, one last ride. <laughs> it was. It, it was pretty good. Like, and they also yeah. had. A, I liked how they had it. So where even if you hadn't seen any of the previous Mission Impossible movies, you could have just gone and you would have picked up on the storyline. It's a standalone film. Yeah, like they and they they're gonna make a lot of money on it. It's really oh, highly yeah. rated, which um, which is part of the reason most of them are. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it it wasn't terrible. Like yeah. I kind of enjoyed it, and um, I, was, I think the main reason I went in the first place is because I just needed to see Tom Cruise run. going into the next this semester like seeing tom cruise doing a 4-3 across a bridge in london yeah man. i think they do a really good job of making tom cruise look tall yeah because he's not that's true taller than me yeah he's a tiny guy he's a short man he's maybe two inches taller than me but yeah him and rg rdj those two guys (laughs) have to wear the kiss platform (laughs) i love it ah ah yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it. I've wanted to see it, but it's not been like big on the list. I can wait till DVD or something like that. I think I'm a huge GIF person. One of my favorite GIFs out right now is the Henry Cavill uh, GIF, where like he does the little arm thing, but then like a frocket appears. <laughs> like his shirt doesn't have a frocket, and then it does. It's just editing. That's love it. That's yeah. amazing. Also, just like ten seconds. Happy Time Murders. Not horrible. It's funny. You can see it. All right. I like cool. that you gave them the permission to see it. Yeah, yeah. People need. Yeah, nobody sees movies here. unless I say so. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, going into TV now. Uh, just quick. Uh, Orange is the New Black season six. I don't really watch the show, but y'all that that's, do. Uh, Emmett, are you are what you Orange? Have? That's then. That's me and a that's me and a Tristan thing. Tristan, what do you think? You know, the first episode, it's very different than anything that they've put out. I appreciated that, but. And I did appreciate it. It was a little weird getting into it because it wasn't what I was expecting. Because you got to step into Suzanne's head. That's true. But I didn't well, I like guess how... Suzanne. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't go back to it, though. Suzanne, the pivotal character. Yes! It's <laughs> crazy eyes. I always name. wondered what she thought. It's crazy eyes is real name. That's fun. I like that. But I wish they would have used it more in the season. Uh, yeah, it was kind of... Crazy eyes, the pivotal character. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, but going. she is. <laughs> but... Uh, I, I really liked it. I thought they did a good job yeah. of continuing. It's been a they've kept the same style throughout the series, and I really like it. Uh-huh. Um, and you know the story just keeps evolving and getting deeper and deeper. Yeah, um, we have to go deeper. <laughs> but I I'm a huge fan of the show. Let's say I, I think it's an interesting. It's a very interesting and unique storyline for sure. Swell. I love my lady prison show. <laughs> but yeah, I like this season particularly because uh, last season, I didn't hate last season. A mm-hmm. bunch of people had a disconnect with it. Just, just because of the riot and the That's three days thing. Yeah. But this season strayed away from that formula and it also looked into the aftermath of it. And I really mm-hmm. thought that was kind of neat that we were like, oh, none of that stuff was without consequence and we're dealing with the consequence and the subsequent fallout. There, Just like every other Orange is the New Black season, there's a couple of uh, moments that just absolutely rip your heart out. And then there's also some really funny and genuine moments. But just one critique I have about Orange is the New Black, it has, it's the best show to make me not give a single flying f- about its main character. There's my yeah, one. one. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't care about what's happening to Piper. The other prisoners are what I'm there well, for. I also liked how they put a new influx of new 
characters into the story this season. Because they, they did get rid of a lot of characters from the pre- previous seasons, yeah. which was a ni- it was a nice, fresh take. So, on yeah, and I like how they can introduce new uh, new dynamics and it flow well. And yeah, I hope organic. I hope mm-hmm. they get back into the Emmys, Emmy nominations because the, I'm sad that they weren't nominated this year. I thought season I think, five was fine. I think they very well could. Let's say I think this, this puts season. them back in the running. Especially uh, Tasty. She might finally get that Emmy nod. Yeah. Mm, well, Tasty. Another show that's about to end, actually tonight, is Sharp Objects. Anybody else watching that show? I, I have not. I love Amy oh, Adams, no. too. I'm disappointed in myself. It's a murder mystery slash family drama, and it's really good. Amy Adams is in it. They didn't make Emmy cut this time, but I guarantee you she's going to be up for Best Actress next time. She's really, really good in it. So I like a lot of the people it, in that. Um, I a like, lot of big-name people. I like that the younger actress is the actress from It. Yeah, she's um, really good in it, too. She, I think she's a very good... She's a very good... But, like, uh, if you have, like... Yeah. I want to be, like, cautious, too. Like, if you have mental problems or, like, other stuff, like, they do have a... It's kind of like 13 Reasons Why. They have, like, a screener, like, hey, this shows some real screwed up stuff. Some some tricks. I imagine HBO handles it with a little bit more pomp, though, right? I mean, sure. I mean, it's just a warning out there. Uh, Veep started filming again after... uh, which is correct. Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Julia, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah. Um, she, she had breast cancer and now she's, she's, a, she's a survivor, man. She's the best. She's been the best in Seinfeld. Yeah. Turned and out. so Veep is a really hilarious show. Have you all watched it? I, I, I've seen episodes. I'm I'm a fan of it. You would love that show yeah. if you finished it. Did you ever watch it? I've only seen parts of it. It I is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen the whole thing. I'll it's have hilarious. to dig into it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, other big TV news is that... Uh, Yesterday, a rumor came out that basically, well, not really a rumor. The SFX director said they were working on Game of Thrones until May. So, looks like the release date's not till July it now. It just that's keeps right. getting longer that's okay. and longer, yeah. and that's okay. It's the last season. But the it was, last six you, episodes ever. I, a lot of people were hoping I, for April, though. I say, And I get upset, but then again, I don't want them to solo it. Exactly. Okay, so. but I think they're just mounting, like, if we wait this long... And it's not just amazing, which I expect you, you it to don't, be amazing. You, well, well, there's going to be half of the fan base that's going to hate yeah, it. No yeah, no matter what. Um, you can't make everybody happy. The thing is, and this is how scheduling works, when you get the hype to a maximum level, if you don't release it right then, hype fades, and then, you know, yeah. things aren't things aren't what you wanted them to be. Um, it's bordering on that, though. Yeah, like it's they, getting close. Ah. Uh, I, I feel like there's going to be plenty of things to I tide mean, us over. They can't go back till July. Like what? What are they tying us over with? There's not no teaser the, or anything. Not them. I'm saying other, HBO. Other entertainment. Well, at this point, if they're releasing in July, they're also competing with Stranger Things Season 3. So I don't think it's really competing, is it? Because Game of Thrones is... Well, yeah. Game of Thrones will win that battle, yeah. but like it's still yeah. competing. Right. Yeah, but I'll watch I'll watch Stranger so Things three in a night in an afternoon. <laughs> I, I do oh, yeah. want to say, um, speaking of Netflix shows, uh, Matt Groening uh, released Disenchantment. New, Disenchantment. Um, I did see it's a, got an episode of that. The uh, felt like Futurama and Medieval Times. It's got the voice cast from Futurama, which Fenders is the King, my favorite show. Yeah, John DiMaggio. John DiMaggio. Um, Put some respect yeah. on his name. Um, I like calling him Bender because that's who he is. Kevin. It, Put respect on Bender's name. The He's first also season. It, it's a lot of uh, a lot of introducing of characters. It's world building. Um, it, it feels basically like Futurama season one, um, and so I think they've got. 
It's not great, but they've got a lot of foundation. They've got a lot of places to go I, with it. I haven't got to finish it yet because mm-hmm. me and Ari are watching it together. Mm-hmm. I'm gone. Through, I'm about through episode four, and I like what I have so far. Yeah, but I like. I like how it's kind of different from Futurama. It's similar in Futurama right. in its humor because Matt Groening and uh, David X. Cohen yeah. are the two guys on it. But it has an overarching story. And Absolutely. I like that. I like that it has. Uh, well, and if you it has stakes, if you yeah. uh, look at Futurama as a an entirety, then it has an overarching story as well. But but it's not whenever you watch it season by season, it is very much a story of the week kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, we do have to keep moving on, but yeah, I do, yeah. do want to say that I've seen the first couple of episodes of that show, and uh, I like it, but like honestly, like there's one part where it's the elf land, Elfo. and I don't know if they go back to it, I haven't seen it yet, mm-hmm. but like I want more in that land. I, don't, I was kind of uninterested with the princess stuff, and yeah. I want the elves. I was like, just give me the elves, man. Just that wait. was hilarious. Just wait. Okay. It, it's, I'll continue. I, one thing I like is that all of the elves are named for their job, and yeah. then O. Oh, like, there's steel. Yeah. What he does is he steals things. And then there's, what is it? Well, uh, there's a joke where it's like, no one's ever returned, not even Returno. Yeah. <laughs> there's Shaco, who whenever anyone says anything, he reacts with shock. Yeah. He's like, oh no! Yeah, see, that, that's really why funny. I want, I want um, a yeah. show just dedicated to them. I really yeah, like it's, them. It's, it's, it's pretty great. great. But all right, we got to move on. We're going to move on to music. Ooh, let's get Jazzy in here. Here's a little music for you. Uh, new releases. We're just going to talk about that real fast. Any new releases recently that um, we know about? Uh, Bear, Beartooth put put out some new uh, for our metal fans out there. If there are any, uh, there's a yeah. I mean, if nobody else is going to say anything new, I am. <laughs> but Twenty One Pilots also released another song off their uh, new new record. They're going to keep dropping singles, I guess, till it comes out. And it's a uh, it's more of a lyrically rap based song. What's it called? Levitate. I don't know. Let's see. I haven't. I haven't listened to it. <laughs> Actually, all the way. I think uh, Ariana Grande recently. Did she drop her whole album recently? I think. I'm not sure. That's very possible. I think she did. I that, don't like, pay much attention either to either last Ariana night or a couple Grande. days ago. Ariana Grande. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on from then. From there, then uh, Austin City Limits. We've been talking about going to it. Yeah, uh, we are. I'm definitely y'all excited going. about the lineup. I I'm, can't because of marching band. Let's say I'm oh, pumped. That's sad. You poor man. Yeah. So you get for yeah. being a marching band teacher. John Ross, 57-yard touchdown pass from Andy Dalton. Well, that's cool. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, Austin City Limits. So wait, y'all are excited about the lineup or no? Y'all I'm, I'm, I'm quite excited about the lineup. Um, Who's your big name? I know you y'all. are excited for Metallica. Uh, Metallica. <laughs> because just to put this into perspective, um, to go see them at AT&T Stadium in Dallas, in Dallas Texas, it would have cost like a buck forty, yeah. hundred and forty. That is, sorry, uh, <laughs> to go see them in any kind of decent seat. I can pay over a hundred dollars plus fees for a day pass yep. and see them plus about fifty other bands. Well, and also, I mean, it's Metallica. Yeah, it, it's seeing one of the, you know, it was the most successful live act up to a certain point. Yeah, let's say it, they were. It's it's. If you get historic. A, if you get a chance to go see them, you gotta go so, see them. I gotta go see one yeah. live, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Oh yeah, dude, one's gonna be insane. Oh my gosh, that's like my favorite song of theirs. Yeah, so good. It's pretty good. So good. Emmett, who are you? They won't play my favorite song. Uh, I mean, honestly, I, I feel like the entire lineup is pretty solid. Um, one of the things that I really like at festivals, I, I love you know going to see the top you know the headliners and everything, but it's fun to see bands you've never heard of. Because 
they can really surprise you. And yeah. you, you find some bands that yeah. you didn't know you liked. Like at yeah. Edgefest, the oh, first yeah. band up, the Rex. I love the Rex. Yeah. Amazing. Good stuff. Goodbye Good June. Whenever they come band. back, they're yeah. coming back to Dallas. I saw their tour dates and I actually kind of nice. want to go. Wait, they're coming back? Yeah. We're nice. going. Yeah. Um, I will say, at Edgefest, I first learned of Robert DeLong. Um, mm-hmm. And he is coming with AJR in yeah. October and I already have my tickets and y'all yeah. should get tickets I want to go because and of AJR all I love y'all AJR. should get tickets to that as well <laughs> I, um, I do I also want to see Game of Thrones live here in the next oh, couple yes. of weeks oh, yes. it's on my dad's birthday that sucks. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go that's but I'd like to go it's okay Game I mean, of Thrones <laughs> basically it's just like the composer comes and he plays all the music yeah. with videos to the show. So it's pretty cool. cool. And like there's like a weirwood tree where like it drops the weirwood leaves on you. Interesting. Sometimes, uh, what's his name? Serge. Serge, Serge comes out and sings The Reigns of Castamere. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. You hadn't seen that video? No. Yeah. So Ooh. I hope he comes. That, that would be amazing. That That's, would be incredible. Yeah. And they play it over the Red Wedding. So. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Oh, it's actually a pretty Lord. cool show. Disorder. All right, well, Disorder. <laughs> Disorder. do we have any more about uh, Austin City Limits? Or are we all good? Uh, it's, I it's, think we are appropriately hyped. Well, um, uh, the one thing I just wanted to, how big do you think this festival is going to grow? Do you think it's going to go to like Lollapalooza levels or ACL? Uh-huh. It's huge. I know it's huge. I don't it's know if they have enough room for it's Lollapalooza. Massive. Level. I know it's massive. But it, I was just saying, is it going to grow to like a global fest? It is already. It's it's quite large. I just know that I talked to some people and they're like, ACL. Really? Yeah. I, there's a bunch of people I talked yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, I, what it is. There, there's and people these people that, don't know music, apparently. There's people that come from all over the place. It's It's been quite a thing for yes, quite a ma'am. while. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, Brown. <laughs> all right. Y'all want to move on? Or? Yeah, yeah yes. we're going to move on. Sounds. Do you like the bomb? Yes, of course I do, because it's sports! Alright, well, let's get started. Let's go into some near and dear to our hearts, fantasy football. We can talk about it real Ooh. fast. We oh, recently yeah. just did our draft. It's on the board behind us. Uh, I just wanted to ask y'all how y'all feel about y'all's team or other league members in our league. And Tristan, we can start with you. I think this year is definitely... I think Tristan the, has a really good team. The most evenly balanced our league has been, I feel, in a while. To I, this point. Like, with expectations yeah. where they are, yeah. obviously there's going to be some busts, there's going to be some surprises, but if you look at the rankings, you look at everyone's team, I feel like everyone's got at least one good player in each position. Like, they, they're a solid, they have a solid lineup. I... Um, that's obviously going to change. Somebody's going yeah. to start coming ahead of everybody else. Somebody's going to fall back. But, and personally, I I got a lot of my guys. Like um, one guy I thought I would never draft just because of his price and where he was going in draft was Aaron Rodgers. And then he fell to where I I said I would take him if he fell that far. I had no expectation of him falling that far, especially in our league with their tendencies. But they did the exact opposite this year. Yeah. And then I was he like, you know. Work. At where he was, I was like, I have to take him. Yeah, I uh, one of my big things is you never take a quarterback early. Yeah, you never. Uh, you I know, was preaching that the only sure. tight end you take early would be Gronk or Travis Kelsey. Um, and generally in our league, it's been everybody else takes their quarterback super early. Everybody else takes tight ends really early. They get a full roster, and then you know you can pick from you know some pretty good choices later on in like the tenth round. Yeah, but. That didn't happen this year. So, I, I feel a little weird about taking Gronk when 
there were some really good tight ends there toward the end. I wouldn't have uh, done that probably if I had known how the rest of the draft would play but out. You never know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the fact that, uh, you know, Safarian Jenkins is there where he is, uh, Ebron is down there where he is. I think Ebron's going to be amazing. Where Ingram fell. Like, that's pretty yeah, low. Evan him. Ingram going, going that really far early. down is insane to me. Um, and I was actually thinking of taking him as my second tight end um, behind Gronk because he just fell so far. Yeah. Um, I like my team quite a bit. I am scared of my running back position. Um, I think Collins and Miller, you know, they'll be, they'll be starters. Um, but I, I worry about not having a top-of-the-line guy there. But, I mean, all my other stuff I'm, I'm very – I'm a big fan of. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Kieran? <clears throat> all righty. Well, this year I was actually there for the draft, so it made, <laughs> a, it made a significant improvement on my team. That's a plus for Kieran. <laughs> I, I did, however, make some questionable decisions just because it's who I wanted and I didn't really know where they did sit. But – um, well, really, there was only one questionable one. That was George Kittle. That was that was just a brain fart on my Just part. too early. Way yeah, too early. I mean, it was a good pick, but he's not even not playing there. currently. Um, and so it, it's definitely a scary pick. Yeah. But, I mean, if he's if he's healthy for this season, he's Garoppolo's favorite target. He could very easily be but, um, top of the line. Other than Kittle, I, um, I went... Because last year was the year of the uh, Wookie, r- the Wookie running back. Yes, <laughs> the Wookies. <laughs> um, but this, but last year was the year of the rookie running back. I'm hoping this year is the year of the Wookie rookie wide receiver. <laughs> the Wookie running back. You got the Wookies in there. <laughs> yeah, you have three on your team. Yes, because as you can see, I have DJ Moore, Michael Gallup, and Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk. We're I'm gonna really, see him tonight. It's a yeah. Um, <laughs> We're also gonna see Gallup. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I feel pretty good about my res- I actually feel very good about my receivers because I have Devontae Adams, Brandon Cooks, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Michael Gallup, Christian Kirk, and Marvin Jones. Yeah. So it's you a know, pretty good lineup. It's a pretty good lineup. Um, running backs, I, I don't feel as bad as I did last year with Adrian Peterson and then Eddie Lacy. Yeah, that's bad. That, that was, was bad. terrible. That was, <laughs> that was so bad. No, it was really and bad. And that's but. not on you. I mean, no, it's like Adrian you. Peterson was on you. Yeah, but I got Lacy way late, mm-hmm. but. Anyway, um, Joe Mixon, I feel really good about him. going to be incredible. I feel really good about him. Deion Lewis, I felt great about him since he went to Tennessee and DeMarco retired. Um, I wanted him. Uh, Latavius. I'm not super worried about Derrick Henry either. I think Deion's the guy there. I think oh, Deion yeah. is the guy. Especially it's in a PPR format. Oh, yeah. Just, be, just because he's been through that Patriots system and he knows just, I, I don't know. Just he, the way he, it was ex- he's a good player. The way it was explained to me by... Uh, my friend Ruben at work, who is the biggest Dion Lewis fan in the freaking world. No, I am. <laughs> no, he bought a. Ten- he's a Patriots fan, and he still bought the Lewis Tennessee ja- Tennessee uh, jersey. Um, but anyway, the way he told, the way he described it to me is that the way when you go to the Patriots, you're trying to improve your career, and that's what uh, Dion Lewis did. He got his rings, he proved himself, and he got the money on a better team. And now he's going to be like, okay, I got my money, time to go. Working in the Patriots yeah. system teaches you how to be the best at your position. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I felt pretty good about my team. I wasn't done. Well, I'm sorry. We we gotta we gotta crunch some time here. Uh, I feel good about my team, and uh, I, I feel think good about Kieran, your team as well. I think Kieran, this is probably your best draft to date. I honestly, agree. I agree completely. I yeah. mean, I don't agree with everything you did, but I feel I like, feel like the best draft every team this the year, past six years, the, the level of parity coming out of the draft is the the highest it's ever been. Because um, used to we would have some really 
wacky teams and some yeah. really bad teams. Yeah, I mean, I feel like overall <laughs> it was the most balanced. Which is goofy because of the amount of trading we did. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Oh, yeah. Which is very true. And we thought uh, it would be just so unbalanced, and mm, it wasn't. Yeah. The, the amount of trading that led to a uh, rule where we can't trade more than, what, once? <laughs> once? Yeah. And no picks above the first five rounds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, and I also have Josh Gordon. I don't know where he went. He is online. Yeah. Well, I we had a fun time. It was wonderful. If um, you still haven't drafted yet, good luck. Hashtag uh, OmniHotel. Don't draft. <laughs> don't draft Marquise Lee. Haven't seen the MRIs yet, but he's oh, probably I think he's probably out. gone. Who do you think yeah. about taking? I don't know. I haven't really looked. I've just been kind of chilling. Waiting That's for dumb. the MRI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, it was uh, a brutal knee injury last night. Yeah, it looked gross. Yeah, it was pretty bad. All right, so we're going to move on to just general sports now. Uh, the first topic is NFL because it is the NFL season, and it's uh, preseason. Uh, anybody have any standouts so far? Kieran, since you, I kind of had to cut you off earlier, you go ahead. All right, um, just in the preseason for me anyway, uh, Teddy Bridgewater. He has been slanging it. It's yeah. so cool. Slanging it, man. And it's just like, I, I don't want him to be a trade ship now, kind of. Yeah. I kind of want Darnold to just sit back and learn the playbook for a year and let Teddy have his fun. Yeah. Let him get his... You can honestly trade McCown. Because um, yeah. there's a lot of teams that have young quarterbacks that could use that kind of veteran presence on their team just to let their young guy learn from a guy that's played the position for years and years and years in the He's NFL. almost played at half in half the team. Oh, yeah. That's why I feel like that's why I feel like we want to keep him on the Jets roster, but yeah. I don't know if we're gonna have enough money to do that because they want McCown to teach Darnold kinda like they had kinda like they had the uh, how to be a, a pro. How to be a pro. But I think that would work if you could just have Teddy managing the games this yeah. year because Teddy is slinging it. That out makes there. a lot of yeah. sense. Teddy looks like he did before the injury. So if you carry three quarterbacks, I mean who gets who gets the shaft, you know? Yeah. Oh, easily McCown. Well, no, I'm saying if you carry three quarterbacks, mm-hmm. who else on the team gets, you know, dropped for that third One quarterback? One of the six position? running backs we have? Yeah, that's true. That's I'd true. Yeah. Probably, probably Well, you could just throw a couple of them on uh, IR. <laughs> honestly, Crowell doesn't need to be on an NFL team. That probably not, no. so bad. <laughs> he honestly had some pretty good catches, of all things, but in the Jets games. he has had some pretty bad runs. Oh, yeah, horrible. I will say that. Not what? as bad as the Giants' backups. They look oh, wow. horrible. Wayne Goleman. They look wow. Like a, and it's Dude. more on the line, I think. It is the line, That's, yeah. You see that fumble we got off? The line's bad. No matter so what bad. Peyton Crabtree they, says, that they line moved is every, bad. No, they moved people around. They brought in some new guys, and it's still horrible. It did is they play, terrible. Did they play Solder? Maybe the yeah. Jets' defense is just yeah. amazing again. That's... They turned to The Jets actually have some real talent. They do have some good defenses. They are so we had Jermaine Johnson, Jamal Adams. Uh, Jermaine's had some trouble with uh, penalties in the preseason. That's yeah. been the biggest thing I've seen. Um, but Boris Claiborne's been making some plays for y'all. He's, he's got some. He's got he, some. He's never. He's never, never had not talent. I mean, no, no, he's just, got talent. But he, he can never do it on consistent. He can never stay healthy or be consistent in his play. Yeah. Um, as far also, as, Buster looks like he has halfway of a clue now. <laughs> Other preseason stuff. Um, Adrian Peterson's on the team and that's doesn't true. look bad. Des no. Bryant's not. <laughs> yeah. so Adrian Peterson actually kind of looks halfway like Adrian Peterson again. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Um, I honestly didn't think Adrian Des, Peterson would have a team before Des. Like speaking of Des, it is the third week of preseason. He is not on a team yeah. at this point. The Browns brought him in for just like a media show. They they wanted him on hard knocks. They to get offered views. him like four million. 
I haven't heard that. Yeah, it, they said it was. I under, heard they didn't they said offer it was under, anything. They gave him an offer that was under five million. Well, that's what he's worth. Well, no, I agree, but I'm saying that's not what he thinks he's worth. He well, thinks he's worth thirteen million. Well, you know, so what he turned down from yeah. the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah. But he consistently says on Twitter that he has many teams that he can oh, go he, to. Oh, he said it's all on him right <laughs> yeah. now. He just doesn't want to sign yet, which is dumb because you There's need no to go man. in and learn a playbook. Um, <laughs> He's just going to pick it up. At this point, his season is dead. Um, I actually cut him from my fantasy team because... Really? You already I, dropped him? Yeah, I dropped him. Um, I think he might get picked up by the Jacks this week. We'll I see. I don't care. They have enough receivers that I mean, I don't, I don't think, think you should have drafted him anyways, but yeah, they I have, think he'll get jagged. They have so many receivers that they could play a different guy every down, and they'd be fine. Well, I think with um, the – yeah, that's, that could be a situation I could see him going to just because it's a run-heavy team. They don't need you a big receiver. you got Keelan Cole, you got Shark, you got Westbrook, you got Moncrief. Th- those are four startable receivers right there. Yeah. Like, they don't need – they don't need Dez. They've said Shark is showing out. Yeah. In practices. Yeah. So for me, um, some people that have stood out in the preseason, it's actually a group of people. For me, it's the rookie quarterbacks. I agree. The whole class, all the top guys that went in the first round, you know, there's a little bit of... What has Josh Rosen done, though? Uh, yeah. He hasn't played. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. He's he, he played the first preseason I think he'll, game. After I think he'll play today. Probably. probably. We'll probably yeah. see him. I think he'll, he'll play like, today, and he'll throw uh, Larry Fitzgerald a couple, couple passes. Yeah. If he plays. I think he'll play. Um, but, play. but I think the he group as a whole, Baker Mayfield's been pretty decent. Um, <clears throat> Baker Mayfield almost Lamar started Jackson. the other day. Baker Mayfield is, he's amazing. He's just a playmaker. I want him to, I want him to start and I want him to like have an incredible year. I want him to take the Browns to the Super Bowl, honestly. I don't want him to take the Browns <laughs> oh to the Super Bowl. Gosh. Actually, if the Cowboys in the Super Bowl, please take the Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I no, I would matter. like, okay, I want the Eagles to get to the Super Bowl. No, you don't. And I want them to play the Browns, and I want them to get beat by the I Browns. I want the Eagles to go 0-16. We're not even talking about Super Bowl here. So. Well, <laughs> I agree. I'm just saying, I want them to get beat on the biggest stage. Well, no, um, because then they're going to be like, oh, we still got second place. We're jogging. <laughs> We're Philadelphia. Uh, we got a good pick. Whatever. All right. Any other preseason standouts, Tristan? Lamar Jackson actually looked like Lamar Jackson last night. Rico Gathers. He looked like serviceable, at least. Yeah. So we'll see Whistler like Rico tonight. We do nice. see Rico. Say Rico I mean, before he gets cut. Dude, Rico, anytime I see anything from him, it is him just manhandling some DB that's on him and catching the pass two feet above his head. It helps when you're 6'8". Yeah. Like, I, I, I want him on the team. I, I see no reason we carry three quarterbacks, um, uh, honestly. Like, yeah, if it's between a third quarterback and Rico, I keep Rico. Yeah. That's me. Um, I think... I don't think we keep three quarterbacks. I mean, what's his name? Mike White's been terrible. Yeah, get um, rid of him. And, I mean, you know, he, he doesn't seem like an NFL-level talent, in my yeah. opinion. Um, Rico, if we cut him and he goes to a different team, he's going to be an all-pro. Yeah. Just because he's well, he's got the measurables, he's got the talent. It, it doesn't matter if... We don't want to put him in line to block. That's not his game. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we're going to move on to... Uh, first, let's go to Eric Decker's retirement, since that's still football. Uh, surprised. Sad. 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 Yeah, Sad. he just signed with the Patriots a couple weeks ago. It was like, hey, he's, he's only 31 years old. Mm-hmm. He just He didn't have a great uh, couple of years his in Tennessee. His body just isn't built for that long of a career. Yeah. Yeah. But so he was that bruiser receiver. You know, Eric Decker, though, when he was with the Broncos, with Peyton Manning and Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders, and they had that, and Julius Thomas that and Wes year, Walker. That year with the, the Jets. Jets. Him, yeah. him, and Mark, 
him and Brandon Marshall, just the height. If we got in the red zone, there was a touchdown. Yeah, he was Gosh. a touchdown machine. And yeah, I just, it was incredible. Yeah, he was a great player. Won a, ga- won a game for, what, 15 straight? He yeah. had either 100 yards or a touchdown in, like I think it was like three straight seasons or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Um, until he got hurt. Yeah. And then he just was un- never un- came un- back. unable to bounce back. Yeah. And never came back from it. It's real sad. But yeah, um... He's doing all right, though. Julius Thomas retired, too. Yeah, he's going to go after a doctorate. And he is studying brain diseases. CTE, specifically. Traumatic brain diseases. Yeah, I I think that's really cool um, to see a guy, you know, from football that feels that deeply about it and wants to to do something better, wants to to be part of the solution. All right, Uh, let's move on to the Cowboys real fast. We've talked about them a little bit. Let's not go into Rico Gathers or anything like that, but let's (laughs) talk a lot about... uh, uh, Travis Frederick. T. Yeah. Fred. Yeah, T. Fred. Yeah. A little bit. Anybody Fred want to start? Beard. Okay, Man, start. I love Travis Frederick. I do too. I, I he's do. one of those players. He's like, we took him in the the very last pick in the first round, and everyone thought he was like a third round pick, and he's turned into an all pro. He's been an all pro every year he's been in the league. He's one of the best centers, if not the best center in the league. He is. And then he so gets so intelligent. Yeah. So yeah. strong. He's what he's everything you want yeah. in a center. He's yeah. the everything you want. He's very intelligent. Played hardball at Wisconsin, mm-hmm. you know? That's where you get off its linemen, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you just think of. But, and then he gets hit with this rare disease. Yeah. And, even talk to us about this. For those of you that don't know, uh, Travis Frederick was diagnosed with, uh, it's called Guillain, it's either Beret or Bar, Guillain Bar is what mm-hmm. I say. Um, it, basically, it's an autoimmune disease where your body attacks its own nerves. Um, yes. And so, the, the body reacts to it a virus. It can paralyze you for It a bit. can. Um, basically, what happens is, your own immune system it eats away at your myelination on your nerves, which allows you to not carry electrical signals through them. Um, and so it, it leads to paralysis, uh, very temporary paralysis. And generally people make a comeback from it unless, um, you know, I mean, unless you stop breathing and die, which <laughs> shouldn't happen with the level yeah, of medical. Yeah, he caught it early. Medical the outlook rates. is good. Yeah. Outlook um, is it could. Everything I've read yeah. says that he will make a complete comeback. Um, and him, like his football career is not yeah. in jeopardy, so they say. But it, like the recovery year, time yeah. is this year. He will be weak. Um, he's going to have yeah. to learn to reuse some of his muscles just because you know. Yeah. It, and you know, this is one of those things. I, when I first saw the report, he was going to. He just took a day off of practice to go to L.A. Mm-hmm. to go see a doctor about. He was having some second opinion. Yeah. yeah. Well, when he first had it, because he just he had this, he was having some stingers, having stingers, and so he went to go to the doctor, and then he went to like I think he had five total visits yeah. with doctors around the country before they finally came to this conclusion, which yeah. it's very rare. So they had he had to get all these opinions, yeah. but as just as a man, like I want him to get better. Absolutely, yeah. I I understand this goes beyond football. Yeah, I yeah. as a, as a guy, I hope he's okay, and I hope his family. Yeah. I have yes, and all the prayers are way. He's gave a lot to the organization, and hopefully he can. Uh, Hopefully you can make a full recovery. Yeah. Yeah. With the stingers, they say the first thing that happens is you lose feeling in your hands. Yeah. And that's what was happening with him. Is he, yeah, he thought he was like hitting yeah. his shoulder yeah. and like losing feeling um, for a little bit. And so he just went to like the doctor pincher, and but, yeah. they said, well, there's nothing wrong with your spine, so it's definitely not spinal. And then you're like, well, it's mimicking a spine injury, but it's not from the spine. Mm-hmm. So yeah. where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, we're happy that he caught it early. Yeah. Um, we definitely, you know... Everything says he's going to make a pretty, yeah. a pretty yeah. good recovery, and they caught it early, so it should be 
relatively quick, yeah. but just the varied timetable, we don't yeah. really know. Hopeful outlook is yeah. November or December, and then the yeah. I've heard worst case scenario a year. Year off, yeah. year, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I whatever gets him better. Absolutely, yeah. no reason to rush it. Just football will be there. Yep. I will say though, I am still mad at the Cowboys because we have mm-hmm. an injured Xavier Woods. An injured Jamil Showers. And there's no and a hurt Thomas. And a hurt Jeff Heath with a sprained ankle who's just been playing with I it. don't even know who's going to play safety. And we haven't signed, signed a safety a or traded for Earl Thomas. We, we signed some no bottom-of-the-barrel guys. Yeah. Don't care. To Screw play in them. Preseason game. That's dumb. Yeah. All right. I agree. We need Earl Thomas. Go ahead, Kieran. Talk about the Jets for a bit. God damn Jets. Um, well, I like the Jets. I do like the Jets. I don't think they're going to win any Super Bowls this year. I'm not naive. I think that if we... Uh, that if I you think watch the future the, is bright, though. The future is bright. Uh, if you watch the game from... Uh, if you watch the MetLife Bowl, Bilal looked freaking studly out he there. Did. did you know that uh, Bilal Powell is the, I think, uh, fourth highest average yards per... Uh, per carry. Per carry. Um, on like 300 attempts or something like that. That's but nice. anyway, he looks studly out there. Terrell Pryor doesn't look like look like Washington Terrell Pryor. He I don't think never, he's going to be. He never got a chance to really do much he for hurt Washington my heart last year. I, wasn't he hurt throughout preseason and mm-hmm. didn't really get to learn to pl- the playbook very much? I mean, and just didn't, they just didn't throw to him. Kirk Cousins didn't throw him the damn I ball. I kind of don't know if Kirk Cousins is that good of a quarterback. He isn't. I th- I, don't, I don't think we're going to see the level of production that we saw when he was in Cleveland again. He does like Stephon Diggs, though, so I like that. I mean, <laughs> he likes Stephon Diggs because he can do that stupid thing where he just hurls the ball up yeah. and Stephon Diggs just jumps and, and he's gonna. I mean, when you're two receivers... We stole your time, though, Kieran, so go ahead. No, nah, that's cool. Um, Darnold, if you actually look at him, he's got some wheels. Yes. That's one thing that I did not expect to see out of him in the NFL. I did not expect to see him scrambling as much as he's scrambling, but that's partly because our line is trash. Um, that's another thing we need to beef up on. It's not trash. It's just... Not good. It's not playing out in preseason. No, no um, they don't know how to block. Yeah. But hopefully, hopefully when the season starts, when we play Detroit that first Monday night... That's why. Who's the starter? Uh, I don't know yet. Week one. Who's the... Well, I want it to be Teddy. I want, in my whole heart, I don't for think Teddy. Teddy's on your team in the next two weeks, dude. Say, I, I don't know, man, but we'll just have to see it play out, because either they start Teddy and be smart and let... Donald sit on the bench for a year, or we start Donald and we have him break Peyton Manning's rookie interception yeah. record. Because that's the one thing about Sam; he likes to he likes to be the hero he in games. He likes to push the ball, yeah. but he all, but he I also really has think, a problem with turnovers. I really think Donald's going to start Week One. Really, I think Probably. they're just going to put him out there. He's looked good. I think they just want to give him experience. Yeah, you can say he's sitting the bench, but I don't think they should. I don't. I, I think you got to think though. I think Todd Bowles' job is on the line as well. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, he doesn't produce it. And I think they think, well, if we have a rougher season with our rookie quarterback, hey, it's get, he pass, has experience. It's he's, get, he's getting better, and that's not it's an ex, not an excuse, but it's a better circumstance of saying, all right, well, we had our I get that our starter who we thought was a better quarterback, and he just we won one four games. So, I got that. but I think Sam Darnold is definitely else future. So yeah, and if, and if Robbie can dodge that uh, charge, because <laughs> nothing's happened yet. They haven't uh, said anything. Based yeah. on everything I've heard about what happened, he should get something. But I've heard a lot of a two-game suspension. That's yeah. probably what's likely. I haven't heard anything. But the NFL is dumb, so they'll he might not get suspended. 
Yeah. Or maybe a whole year. Who knows? Yeah. Who, <laughs> who knows? knows? Who knows with Roger Goodell? Uh, speaking of my love for GIFs, uh, or however other people pronounce it, but I pronounce it GIF. Uh, I love that. GIF. The, the, the Jets one the other day of Sam Donald and McCown they're both doing the hair flip at the oh, same yeah. time that that's what great. you get from that veteran presence in sync yeah. yeah that's what they want to see <laughs> and All it's right. really weird because Sam Donald kind of looks like a mini mini McCown mini McCown <laughs> let's go ahead and talk some baseball we're almost to October and playoff baseball uh, big big teams right now are the Red Sox and the Yankees in the American League uh, say the greatest rivalry in sports <laughs> Some, Astros are kind some, of some would off. say that some would say that some wouldn't but uh, will the rivalry make it to postseason and who can upset in the American League if you think uh, I mean you can't really say the Astros yeah. are upsetting because they're kind of big too the, the Athletics, athletics are, are close to good. upsetting the Astros yeah, yeah. Um, and they've been coming up were they like 13 games back and they got yep. back in there yeah that's yep. dumb that's bad they, they've been they have been playing far far above their talent level I think um, That's almost the level that Dallas stars. The like. Astros have been playing far below their talent level. Um, they've had a lot of guys hurt. Uh, yeah. I hate the Astros, so that's fine um, <laughs> for me. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but do you think the Red Sox and the Yankees are the ones to beat? Uh, I think the Red Sox have all the talent in the world. And they're pretty good. Um, I think the Yankees have a lot of bats. They're I think they really have a lot too. of bats that hit balls far. Um, I don't think they have... A complete team. Yeah, I would say the Red Sox are definitely a more complete yeah. team. I feel like the they're both in the ALCS, and the Red yeah. Sox probably make it out. But I would say, I will say, like in general, the Red Sox are probably a more dangerous playoff team. I agree. But the Yankees, if they got hot, let's say what it's, happened last year, no they, one could beat them. They it's weren't a supposed weird to get out of the ALCS. Last yeah. year. I don't know what it is. If they got hot, it's I don't think it's called having a lot of money. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> one of the most valuable franchises in the world. Yeah. Um, I hate that. Cole Hamels went to the Cubs and, and learned how to great. pitch again. Yeah, he just um, wait, point seven ERA. Is yeah, point seven ERA through five starts. Undefeated. Threw four a, four zero. Yeah. Threw a complete game the other day. Thanks, Cole. Um, it's it's really good to see that you know he never forgot how to pitch. He just didn't want to do it. Yeah. Here. <laughs> um, well, you'll see in a couple months he'll blame yeah. it on the weather. Yeah. No, it I'm was sure. Really hot. I'm sure he will blame it on. Uh, the catching or the coaching staff or something. I mean, our pitching coaches um, I've heard aren't very great. Yeah, Doug Brokale's terrible. Yeah, um, I agree. So. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's great to see that we traded him for barely anything. And for he's nothing, playing, really. And he's playing, like, you know, much more Lights about, out. like who he is. So. Yeah. Uh, well, let's move on to the National League. Oh, wait, yeah. No. Yeah, National yeah. League. Cleveland going once again to the... Cleveland. So Cleveland's a top series. Or yeah. who would have thrown them? They're, they're really good. They are. I, they have I so to win much a pitching. Years ago. They have so much pitching. More than Chicago? Chicago. Kind of. I think I was, I was just going because it, it was... It was the Cubs good. needed it because the Cubs hadn't won it in. And <laughs> now the Indians are the Exactly. Time. So I think it would just be cool turn. to have Cleveland have two winning teams in yeah. the same year. Yeah. Because um, that was the year the Cavaliers won. Or three. And But then... Then the Browns were the Browns, so I guess that kind of evens out. They can't <laughs> yeah. have that much, that much fun. So you don't no. think anybody's going to beat them? Anybody in the in National League um, that poses I, a threat? I think the Cubs. I don't know. The Cubs, possible. Um, I thought the Cubs were American League. No, no the National League. I, I threw out the Cubs thing because I was like. Oh, well, no, no I think Cleveland's actually league. American League, honestly. How did they, Cleveland's so the how American did they play league. the Cleveland? Oh, Cleveland's in the American League? Yeah, Cleveland's in the American League. So we got this all backwards, yeah. so now we seem like idiots, but that's yeah. okay. I blame you. Yeah. Uh, I blame Kieran, but that's okay. Um, but yeah. It's okay. Uh, it's okay. 
Touch me. No. <laughs> that's two. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> but no, uh, I think, honestly... Uh, well, who's in the National As far League, as the National League, the stuff National that League. really upset me, uh, the Nationals being just... They, I don't know how they... They traded, They almost traded Bryce Harper for nothing, I, I, so that's cool. I don't know how they... Uh, They're idiots. Yeah. They, they, they ran their idiots. team into the ground. And, and now Bryce Harper's going to sign for like the Yankees next year. Yeah, he's going to sign with the Yankees or someone. Yeah, it's oh, gonna be cool. So the Yankees are going to rule the... I, yeah, like I it's going to be like Bryce Harper. the old times. I love Bryce Harper so much. He's a great Bryce player. Harper and Aaron Judge on the same Here team. are the standings for the National League right now. Yeah, please ignore us. We have, we have the fans. Atlanta. I would like for Atlanta to do something. I would like for them to go pretty far. Um, because, it, I don't know, it's just great to see a team that was so bad like three yeah. years ago just be so good right now. They have so many young guys on there that are just balling out. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now it's really tight between the Cubs, the St. Louis Cardinals and the Cardinals. Milwaukee. Screw them. Yeah. So that's a that's a tight tight race. And then Arizona. They're out there in the West. I love Arizona. I'm rooting for Arizona. That's I it. I like Goldschmidt, man. Hit the gavel. I like Paul Goldschmidt. I've just been an Arizona fan since I was little. Like, I was like, I, I was like on the Rangers, but the Diamondbacks are awesome. Bowling. Me too. <laughs> I was also on the Diamondbacks. The logo was awesome. I love them. Yeah. Yeah. They're red now, but like their old purple uniforms are amazing. Oh, they're cool. Oh, yeah. They're really cool. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we're going to move on from sports then. Uh, okay, so this segment is a thing we like to call uh, power rankings, and we just go, we ask each other questions, random. It's just your top five or whatever. And we just talk about some stuff. Uh, yeah. Kieran is going first, and he's asking Tristan. All right, Tristan, who are your top five NBA centers of all time? Mm. Basketball. 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 Tristan likes the basketball. I don't. I do. I, I don't. I much... Rather watch uh, college basketball. True, I would say. Yeah. True. I think it's just even if they're only there for a year, like <laughs> that makes it more fun. It's yeah, because you're not true. worried about the individual people. I don't like yeah, the NBA the until postseason. All right, top yeah. five centers of all time. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, stop stalling. <laughs> Number five, Bill Walt. Hmm. Play with the Knicks. Good guy. Number four. Bill Russell. Okay. Some say he's probably the best, but four's yeah, all right. But yeah. This is his. This is a This old. is me. Yeah, I know. I'm just giving second opinions here. Mm-hmm. Number three. So much suspense. Yeah, I know. Will Chamberlain. Okay. Ooh. I love Will. I love Will. I, I'm surprised he's that well. It's well, top five. It's only good, two, man. There's only two more spots. Number two. Will's amazing, man. The Shaq attack. Shaq. Well, yeah. Shaq? Shaq. He's the most notable center. Yeah, and then just because he's, like, basically the best player of all time is uh, Kareem. Yeah. yeah. Dual Jabbar. Like, he's the best. So... Me personally? Back in the day, man. He he is basically... He's like... He still could be considered the best Laker. Easily. Over uh, Kobe and Magic? I mean... I mean... I think Kobe is more than Magic for me. I'd have him higher than... Magic. Yeah, but Magic's still with the organization. I mean, yeah. In some sense. He got still... LeBron, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good for oh your second gosh. year. Well, I mean, he said if he didn't get a good free agent signing this offseason, he was stepping down. So he kind of like had to, yeah, yeah. He had to go for He's it. He's getting somebody. <laughs> Magic Johnson actually played all positions. He did. Yeah. All yeah. five. Yeah. He's a very versatile player. Really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Emmett. Yes. Emmett's asking me. What? Fine. 
Ah, yes. Cole Jackson. Yes. So this one is just, you know, a little, a little bit fun. Um, mm-hmm. What are your top five Jedi, or could be Force users, they don't have to necessarily be a Jedi, um, your top five Jedi? Okay, so that you're counting Sith too? Or oh, no? yeah. So that's going to readjust some yeah. things. Okay. Uh, I mean, just anyone who, who is Force-sensitive, I guess. Okay, well... Sensitive to the And force. if you don't include the little boy at the end of... The Last uh, Jedi. The Last Jedi that's moving the broom with the Force, then you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so he's more powerful. Because he's at least number three. Spoilers! <laughs> then, that's, uh, that's like the next Skywalker, by the way. Then, I mean, I don't doubt it, but then just giving <laughs> all mighty powers to just anybody and everyone without any training, but that's just me. Moving uh, a broom is pretty high and mighty, man. But, uh... I wish I could do that. Well, I'm not counting that kid, so I'm already <laughs> That's probably uh, good. Number one, uh, obviously, and, you know, it could be debated, but, like, for me, it's just, like, all-out force power. It's just uh, Yoda. Yeah. Okay. The dude's... He, he's the best. He's number one. I love Yoda, sure. man. The little green dude with the Smitty, big attitude. Smitty Werb and Jaegerman mm-hmm. Jensen. He uh, was number one. <laughs> no. Stefan... Number two can be debated, but I feel like just story purposes. I don't feel like he was... They say he's super strong with the Force. I'm not really sure because we don't really get to see how strong he actually was. But, like, he's just the best swordsman, in my opinion, and that's Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. So he's number two. And plus, he's the chosen one. So, like, I mean, (sighs) I feel like it warrants that. He brought balance. I don't think he could beat Yoda, but I feel like Yoda was scared of him at least. So uh, Yoda was scared of his chaoticness, I think. Yeah, he's just unrelenting... Yeah, power, yeah. you know. Uh, number three. This I is where it Yoda. gets hard because there are a lot of people that can be in oh, number three. Uh, I mean, most people would want to put Luke there, but, you know, I'm not sure Luke is actually that as powerful as that. Okay. How? He he learned the Jedi art like 12 years after everybody else. The thing I think is but cool about Luke what is has that he, done? he willed himself to become He force-projected yeah. himself on another planet. Well, that that's in his older age. I mean, but like Mace Windu and uh, Qui Gon and they never got Count that Dooku old. could do that too. We never, I, I, we, they never and saw so it. could Snoke. Well, just because we haven't seen it doesn't mean they couldn't do it. I mean, obviously, it's been talked about that like all Master Jedi's could basically do that. It's just you have to have enough Force will. Uh, I'll put Luke there. You th- I have to I'm think not happy about Luke it. Luke learned all that himself, basically. Yeah. yeah. Well, he read yeah. the books, yeah, well, yeah and he had Force Ghosts. The only formal training he had was that one session with Yoda. And he had the Force... Well, that's over movie time. You can't yeah. really judge how long that was. Right, but, yeah, but... And you have to get into that place. You also have to take into account, like, how fast is the Earth rotations to count into time, too. But we're not getting into that. <laughs> so I'll put Luke there. I'm not necessarily happy about it because other people can be there. Uh, number four. These are yours, so. Yeah, but turn, I mean, man. I feel like it just has to be because of story element wise, but I'm not really sure how actually powerful he is because we also don't really know a lot after he did after Return of the Jedi. We just know he became a hermit and cut himself off. But number four possibly could be number three, Mace Windu. He was actually more powerful and in the Legends canon and more canon, they actually discussed about how like actually powerful he actually was. Uh, considering and like he uh, uses a form of lightsaber style that actually like drains power from the Sith that makes him stronger so that's really cool so I feel like he's pretty powerful and then uh, I guess I'm on number five number what five. I think is cool is that Mace Windu's lightsaber had the words bad mother <laughs> engraved on it yes it did um, <laughs> I'm the bottom great. of the hill yeah 
pretty awesome. There's his one. <laughs> yeah. I don't usually use mine. <laughs> uh, and then number five, I think I'm going to have to go Count Dooku. I mean, the movies don't go into how powerful he was, but he was actually really powerful as well. So for a non... Yeah. Like, canon searchers, Count Dooku is actually a... He's a, he's a dude. A bad mother effer, as yeah. Sam Jackson would say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he'd say... <laughs> That's three. That's three. So, thanks. Living on the edge, man. Do it again. You're super, oh, super cool, dude. All right. So, I'm going to ask Kieran now. Uh, Kieran, what is your top five children cartoon shows? Children's television cartoon programs. Or that okay. are considered children. Go back to our childhood, man, because they're Let's all. Let's say number five, just because of the memes, uh, SpongeBob. Oh, I love it. Let's say uh, number four. Had to be up there. I'd probably say Ed, Ed, Nettie. I love Ooh, great say, show. It's fantastic. Say number three, I'll do uh, Courage Cowardly Dog. Good show. Number two, Batman the Animated Series. That's a good show. And number mm. one, Teen Titans. Oh, yeah. OG Teen Titans. OG. I yeah. am, however, surprised that you did not include Adventure Time. Oh, honorable mention, Avatar The Last Airbender. Honorable mention? Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. number one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> think about that, man. There's too many. Yeah, there's, there's too, too many, many good shows. I'm really surprised you left them at, you left Avatar out of your top. That, five. That's got it. I think that replaces Batman. But that's Adventure okay. Time. You're allowed to your opinion. For, yeah. Just I'm like a, for for me. Well, I put for me. I put the well. Okay, actually, I'm gonna change mine. Um, put Ed Ed Nettie as my honorable mention mm-hmm. and put a uh, Avatar in that spot. Such a good show. I mean, I didn't feel like I didn't want to press you, but I was just saying. Like, I was just really surprised. Such a good show. Our our audience might be a little mad at you. But but Riley would like. Kill you, <laughs> but I will. But I will be damned. I I think Batman the Animated Series is one of the best. It not well, just yeah, really not just children's show. television shows. It's one of the best television shows ever made. Mark Hamill's. Well, Joker. yeah. So is Avatar. Yeah. Hi. All right, my turn. Emmett. Hi. Top five. Yes. Disney movies. Oh yeah. Doesn't have to be animated. Can be any Disney movies. Okay. Does that include the MCU? No. Yeah, because that would. Yes, no. Can so we're talking. Wait, are we talking uh, Pixar included, or are we just talking like straight Disney animation? That's a good question. Or Disney live action too. So he just said no animate. He said it didn't have to be just animated. It didn't. So we no, no animate. But so he, no, so it can be animated. It can, it can be animated. It can be Pixar can, too. It can be Pixar. Okay. 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 Well, shit. That's There's a lot of. Stuff. That's basically all the movies in the past. That makes it hard. Twenty years. Yeah. Well, except so, for I'm Tango. just gonna go. Wreck It Ralph. Wreck It Ralph. Yeah. I'm gonna go like old school Disney movies. That's fine. Yeah. Um, because okay, you know, that's that's how I want to live my life. I mean, a lot um, of people do true, that bro. when they do Disney movies. <laughs> um, five. This is hard. There's, There's a lot so of good many. ones, man. Yeah. There's so many. Um, I'm gonna have to go at five. Lion King two. Um, Lion King 2 at 5? Yes. Damn, that's pretty good. Yes. Uh, I, I loved Lion King 2. <laughs> this is mine. Okay. This is mine. I mean, I love Lion King 2. I, I didn't five. say anything. Bold strategy, it, It's man. bold. I bold agree. Bold strategy, wow. Um, I... I'm interested wow. to see where the Lion King it, is. Given, given me I'll shit for picking <laughs> Avatar and Honorable Mention. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the ADP on Lion King 2, please. <laughs> it's probably like... Tenth round, man. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue. Um, I'm sorry, I was just really surprised. <laughs> Four. Um, give me a stare down here. Um, four. Just four 
like, you know. Nostalgia. Yeah, just for like musical value, Mulan. Oh, um, that's a great because one. Because I like me some, you know. Speaking of that, just real quick, how do you feel about them not casting Li Shang? It's weird. There's not a character in the live action one. Yeah, it's him. weird. Um, All right, you can continue now. Yeah. <laughs> there should um, be. <laughs> I'm having trouble remembering a lot of movies. Did Why? you know Lion King 2 on Ron Tomatoes has a 43%? Well, really? Screw it's a really good movie. No, I, I loved it. I, I'm just. I, I had a day where I was like upset that a I lot of their music it. is a lot better in that one too. Yeah. 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 Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. Man, I really shouldn't have just stuck with like old school movies. You now you, you can know, you can well, encompass everyone. Old school. You well, you're like only nineties. Yeah, I know. Basically, yeah. That's I, the I'm gonna throw Finding Nemo 60s. up there at three because I love Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo's Nemo. great movie. Um. Two. Bambi. Hold on. Cinderella. You're going to get him gawking. I'm sorry. I'm stuff. sorry. I was just yeah, looking at titles. Just so Beauty and many the Beast, here. man. I, yeah, three. I was not a Beauty and the Beast guy. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, just I, was all, I was all about um, it. So I had to throw Nemo in there just because it's such a good film. Um, oh. A Wrinkle in yeah. Time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's drop Lion King 2 off the list <laughs> and we'll put Aladdin in there. Thank you. At I was five? actually about to mention yeah. that. Aladdin's... Well, okay. We will go... Because you're only on three. I mean, you can put Aladdin higher. I know. Um, we'll drop Mulan down to five. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we will throw Nemo in four, and then Aladdin at three. Okay. I like that. Um, I like that better. So you need a one and two. I do. Uh, Lion King is definitely my two. Um, it was a lot of people's ones, I assume, but I have another film which is closer to me than Lion King, and that's just because I love, uh, I love mythology, and that is Hercules. Okay. Um... The music from Hercules, the actual story, um, and even on from there, Hercules, like the series, um, I watched that like religiously. It's, it's one of DeVito's um, underrated roles. It is such a good movie. Um, and I've even gone back and watched it like, you know, as an adult, and I just still absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, it's what got me into mythology, and then I like mm-hmm. just devoured everything I could. Um, as far as Greco-Roman mythology, um, yeah. and I even got into like Norse mythology and stuff. But it's what sent me on that path, and I have loved it ever since. Yeah, yeah. you see, I'm kind of that way too. Of Lion King, I mean, I love the Lion King by itself. But I think I'm the Lion King a just huge fan for of Hamlet. So hmm. Hmm. it's yeah. kind of it's kind of the same. It's the same story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was trying to. Th- I was like, did Disney do a Hamlet movie? And then no, I was like, oh, no, wait. It's Lion King. I was like, wait, it's Lion the King. same story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the funny story is they were going, to, Lion King was Team B, and yeah. they thought uh, Pocahontas was going to be the big getter. Interesting. And so they put like all their resources into Pocahontas, and Team B was like, what we can we do? And they were like, I'll make this Hamlet with movie. lions. Yeah. And then it became I love Pocahontas, the Lion King. Though. Yeah. And Pocahontas then you have to think it didn't about the expectations. Fact, it didn't, but... I mean, Pocahontas was okay, but it's also like the white man saving the savages from themselves. That's true. Yeah. Like, that, it's a bad spin. I feel like that's, it, it didn't that's, age well. Yeah. Um, no. yeah. I mean, not many other movies. Definitely have. not as well as The Lion King age. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel Lion like. King's well, there's world. no color in The Lion King unless you're just saying that. I mean, you could make the analogy that Scar is the black lion, which some people do, but I don't really see it that way. I don't either. I, I see him as. Why like, can't they just be lions? If he was a human, he would wear a leather jacket and yeah. look scraggly. You know what I mean? I mean, and plus, if we're talking about the new that. remake I of like it, I mean, I think like all the evil lion actors are, are black anyway, so... Yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah, I mean, every, like, like it's Africa. Yeah, like it's based off. Yeah. Of, yeah. So I think it's okay. Yeah. I mean, so it's aged. Yeah. Uh, okay, we're going to move on to our last segment, uh, Beer of the Week, and we're just going to have Emmett tell us this real fast. Beer, beer of the week. Mm. One, do you I can't even think of beer right now. Okay, <laughs> anybody else have one? Tristan, do you have one? Yeah. You're recently 21, Tristan. Finally. Finally. Are you telling me you've been drinking beer all this time? <laughs> Illegally? <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, We're a good I've place. never had a beer in my life until I turned 21 on August 15th. But I'm going to go... Off the first legal beer I had, which was Dogfish Head. Oh. Yeah, which... They're a 120-minute IPA. Yeah, I got the 120-minute, which... It, it's not for a lot of people. A lot of, a lot of people will take the 60-minute, which is a great beer. But I just saw it there, and I was like, you know, I haven't had it in a while. The 120-minute. It, it's a, I think it's great. It I mean, is, tell us how it's made real quick. It is such an insane process to make that beer. Basically... Um, they are doing continuous hop additions for two straight hours. Um, usually you will, um, <laughs> usually the, the hop additions will take place in a couple of different places during the boil, but they are just continually adding hops to this in uh, different little increments for two full hours, which yeah. makes it, uh, it, it is so hop forward that it, it's insane. If you haven't drink... IPAs before probably don't yeah. start with the not the one twenty minute. Absolutely, like that's Absolutely. it's gonna be a lot, <laughs> a lot of. Uh, it's gonna be more than a lot. It's gonna yeah. be too much. <laughs> it took me a while to actually um, warm up to it. I honestly, think. It, it's one of the few um, IPAs that ages incredibly well. Generally, with age, um, hop intensity falls off in a beer, and when you age a one twenty minute, it's so high alcohol and it's. Uh, just such a good backbone to the beer that it turns into kind of a barley wine, um, which is one of the most celebrated beer styles of my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> barley wine's amazing. Um, yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, it's time for us to end. Uh, Tristan, we'll start with you. Just tell them where they can find you and what you're doing with your life or whatever you want to say. So long. Well, Farewell. I'm going to start Farewell. disappearing into a very... Very dark place, which right. is school, Skew. college of music. I will be in a, a hallway somewhere, probably crying. So but sorry. you can find me on Twitter, Instagram. It's Cornford or Willard, probably. I don't yeah. even know. Trill and Wistard on Twitter. Trill and Wistard. Trill and Wistard. That's just uh, your name. That's not your at name. Yeah, that's, that's your at name. I thought the no, at no. name was Trill and Wistard. At, at name's at Willard Tristan. At yeah. Willard Tristan. Not Tristan Willard. Trill and Wistard. <clears throat> All right. Yes. Emmett, go ahead, bro. I'm on Twitter at etcetera26. Got a nice little underscore separating the et and the cetera. I've seen you using it a little bit more. Yeah, I've been I I've saw been a trying. tweet from you the other day. I, I was like, oh, I, I, pre- tweeted. I very much appreciated that Ron L. Hubbard tweet. Yo, yeah, yeah, I did too. Oh, yeah. It was funny. Yes. Follow Emmett for a good content. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm trying to... Moon. I'm trying to up my twit game. Um, so. Ooh, yeah. the twit game. Twit game. Yeah. Twit game. So, yeah, I'll be on. Guarantee Anthony. <laughs> Alrighty, um, you can find me on Twitter at the Gibmeister16 with, uh, it's actually spelled the Gibmister, M-I-S-T-E-R, because I didn't know how to spell in eighth grade. I love it. Say, but, <clears throat> you can also find me at, uh... I like that exchange happens every single it time. It does. <laughs> it does. 
because people need to know that eighth grade me couldn't smell. We sing the, uh, and then you say, I love it. So yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Half the time we sing the song from uh, Workaholics about being raised by wolves. So you can <laughs> find me. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, I am on Instagram at the Gibster with 16 with 1B. Um, also, a side note. Hi, Nick. Thanks for listening. Nice. And uh, Is he listening right now? Uh, yeah. He, Nick? Uh, he <laughs> Nick? Nick. But, uh, Poor Nick. All over the internet now. Let's say also, he, he asked for the shout-out, man, and I told him I'd give it to him. I like it. Um, wow, anyway. Did you, did you ask for money? No. What the hell? Well, I wasn't, wasn't, wasn't going to take his money unless we gave him the full name, but he specifically asked me to keep his last name. A little bit under the table. But anyway... Also, UNT plays SM Who this Saturday? Aka! So Ka-ka. let's go. It's Aka. I'll be there. Aka. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe uh, Dr. Phil will come by. Yeah. Yeah. Robocop. <laughs> you can find me on basically all platforms of social media. Twitter, as I'm on the most, is POTUS underscore Cole. And then I'm on Instagram as Cole for President. Uh, I'm on Facebook. I don't use my personal Facebook too much. But I want you to follow uh, my production company's Facebook page, uh, Secondhand Mouse Productions, if you want. Uh, we're uh, eventually. I'm hoping for Wednesday to release the first episode of our docu series about our actual fantasy football league. Oh, yes. It's actually pretty funny, and it turned out a lot better than I thought it would. So please I'm watch that. Of the things I've said. <laughs> It's not. It's not super scary, but it is pretty funny. No, the truth I, comes out. I said some things. Well, yeah, but uh, some of the things I have cut because they're not internet appropriate. appropriate. Yeah, and that's a lot for the internet. Yeah. So. <laughs> but that's just a little preview of what of what 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 goes on in our league, and so I'm excited for that. And uh, yeah, I said nothing racial, by the way. I'm just yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I said there's, there's no tape. <laughs> I said there's. It's not I'm like just that. Uh, I'm I'm a little mouthy. Just when a I'm little. Drunk. Also a little, and just like just random analogies. It's just like I don't know. This yeah, it's like where did you pull that? Dumb from? stuff. Yeah. yeah. So some of that's cut off. Most of that's cut off. But uh, <laughs> we say a lot. It's we gonna do. be good. I mean, talk. I had to cut it down. It's a lot longer than I thought it was. It's like an hour long, mm-hmm. and I don't want it to be that long. But good it's word. the first episode. But a lot of it is lead up to the draft, and then the draft, actual draft. So uh, please watch that. Please watch us. Uh, I just want to say a quick uh, rest in peace to John McCain. Dude absolutely. Yeah, absolutely good man. man, whether you agree with him or not. Uh, he did a lot for our country, and I feel like he deserves a shout-out, at least for me. I'm a big political science dude, so... Heard uh, the Cowboys were giving him a moment of silence tonight. I like so that. That's, so, that's, I yeah. appreciate that. So, rest in peace to that man, and then uh, I guess we're I guess we're done. All right. All right, everybody. Y'all have a good day. Thank you for listening. Adios. Everybody, let's go. All right, everyone. If you liked what you just watched or listened to, all you got to do is hit the subscribe button. You're on YouTube. It's down here. There's a red button that says subscribe. It's pretty easy. And if you hate us, you know what? Subscribe anyway so you can relish in that hate. Thank you.